Welcome back to Killing the Great White Male. This is episode 26. We left off last time with a conversation about standardized testing and how it's really about learning how to take a test because it's not a measure of intelligence or anything like that. And certainly is not a measure of the varying intelligences that are outside the white male norm. So, let's do our best Patrick Stewart and engage. Money and access, because he had to go to the white high school to do that. Very much so. He had to be able to sit in a classroom. with the, the, or My memory of the that part in the book is that he was the only person of color in the room. Like... Let's let's just talk about what that means for a second in a racist country like ours, like because mm-hmm. I mean to circle back to the notion of the unequal funding, the solution to the whole thing was well we'll just bus kids of color to white school districts we won't fix we won't fix the uh, the equalization within the school district we're just gonna say well some of you might get to take a trip uptown like that's what we're fucking doing. Yeah, that's dude. I'm, 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 I'm not in my area. That's a, that's like a big, that's like a big thing. One of the, um, it, it, while they, while they do it the opposite way, one of the best schools in, in Central Florida, um, I'm, and I'm speaking of um, middle school right now. Yeah. One of the best school middle schools in Central Florida is that of Sanford Middle School. Sanford would be considered a hood a ghetto <laughs> a uh, a challenged area yeah and they have one of the best middle schools but little do people know that middle school is buses kids from the high-priced suburban areas like markham lake mary um into sanford to study at that school and because they do parents put money into that school and that's why they are getting more money and more funding and more so they, they they just reverse it's reverse busing. <laughs> I Jesus. hate to say it that way. They're but they their instead white of kids. like you said, you got it. They're important to white kids and um, other kids um, outside of non-white kids yeah. into this predominantly black community, and they're showing you what it's. I mean, if, if effectively showing us what it'd be like if we had more money to be able to go in that school. Because with those people being bused into that school. Of course, their parents care a little bit differently. They care a little yeah. bit more. They're they're so they donate money. They donate time. They, it's 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 more of an interest into the school that your kids go to. And because they go to a school that's a predominantly um, black community, then that community reaps the benefits of that school. So, so it's not just equality then. It's opportunity. Yeah, because there's, there's something else there, because that's not just about fixing the funding. That's, that's not. It's fixing our, our caring. It is. Very much so. And it, it, it does take a lot, because I know the, the initial response to people, I don't know if, if people quite remember the name Trayvon Martin. <laughs> I'm sure they do. And and they know that Trayvon Martin was in Sanford, Illinois. I mean, San, I say Illinois. Sanford, Florida. Um, and and that marked Sanford as this bad hood ghetto place. Sanford is very large for one in Central Florida. Yeah. Um, they have multiple sides of of Sanford, Florida, and again, it's still a predominantly black community. 
however, there's different parts that don't speak to what you see reported on TV. Even what the Trayvon Martin you've seen reported on TV is not the Trayvon Martin that was in this community. Um, I I live in Lake Mary, which is right next door to Sanford. Um, Heck, when I got down here, I lived in Sanford. Um, but by all means, people who, who people would tell me, you don't really live in Sanford. You live in Lake Mary because you're not across the bridge. You go across the bridge. It's a very different, it's a very different community. Yeah. And that, and that's what I mean. It's very big. So yeah, it, it's definitely fixing the character by having some people, um, other people from other communities bust into that community. Um, it's an intriguing thought and something that I look at often because that's how education, um, is funded. Yeah. If we, if we stick within the high priced or as I call them overpriced community. Yeah. <laughs> if we if we stick in these overpriced communities where people are paying a ton of taxes for their schools, then that's where the funding goes and 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 based off of redlining and just the the wealth gap between black and white or white and other. Yep. It's so it's so very different that it's like you don't have access or you don't have the community pass to get into it. So to see them bust the opposite way is very interesting and intriguing. Yeah. No, I've I've seen that a few times. I don't like remember exact I don't remember details about it. But it's it's it always ends up being a weird, interesting thing. It's this because there's this challenge of our our neighborhoods tend to be fairly segregated our friendships i was just reading today an article in huff post about interracial friendship and how like what we by statistics like what what this is like interracial friendship is is not well it's very uncommon for white people but it's uh, Mm -hmm. it's still a a segregated bit Uh, when i used to work in churches you know we used to talk about the most segregated hour of the week was sunday morning um, Sunday morning, like church. When we choose communities, we tend to choose it along uh, ethnic heritage lines. Even if we get away from the term race, the, there's an affiliation with an ethnic heritage that tends to be formational to who we are and to who we want to hang out with. Um, and I'm trying to say that as non-judgmentally as possible. The challenge of that is when we talk about the endeavor of public schools, we're going to have to have a variety of of uh, of of things because what works in one place won't work in another where, where one community, it might be important to create that rainbow school at every school, you know, and bus kids across mm-hmm. town, you know, bus kids from the rich part of town. Um, yeah, it should be very fluid. Right. Um, but there may be other communities where we, where we end up being, you know, having to say, no, we just have to make sure that we're equal about spending and, and making sure that, you know, groups are using that, what, uh, those resources, wisely his story of you know going to that little lutheran school um in <laughs> was that in god was that in queens or was that it was back in new it was he's in, yeah it was in the new york part of the story um in my brain uh you know and he was being shown the school by by a a, a black uh, teacher and he asks her very <laughs> precociously i just love that this little seven-year-old kid is like so uh, right right like how many black teachers are there and she's like um i'm it and he's like this is fucked up you know even at 70 he's like right. he, he doesn't stop there he just he doesn't ask her he just doesn't ask her why i mean he doesn't he doesn't just ask her how many black teachers are there when she when she responds and say i'm the only black teacher there he, she, he, fl- he flat out asks her but why yeah 
And, <laughs> like, why are you the only one here? And and waits for a response. Yep. And especially because the student body at that school was predominantly African-American or black. Like, mm-hmm. so... That, that so goes back into that separate but equal conversation to me. I, yeah. I don't think... I think a lot of people immediately say separate but equal think segregation. And I don't think segregation... I, I think... I don't know that I speak for, for black people, but in the conversations that I have, um, especially with me being a Muslim and <laughs> most people mm-hmm. think when you, when they hear a black guy that's a Muslim, they automatically think nation of Islam. It's not that, Yeah. but they, they, they hear Farrakhan, which I do listen to from time to time. And they look at, they, they, they look at them and they say hate speech and they say segregationist. And in fact, I think separate, but equal, he, he levels the playing field of saying, there is no such thing as a, a superior race or an inferior race. We, we have some differences and you pointed out these differences and we're, we're operating under the guise of these differences. And when we operate under the guise of these different differences, why shouldn't we have our own schools? I think we have the best vested interest in our education of our youth as it, yeah, as it pertains to the education of our youth. Even Martin, he, he even um, pulls out quotes from Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. as he said, uh, he, he, he thought assim- he's an assimilation, uh, assimilationist, if I'm saying that properly. He wants people to, to assimilate into the, the predominant culture of America, but yet he's still an advocate for keeping the separate but equal thought process or point of view when it comes to the education of the youth, because America has shown us that, Hey, look, we don't treat black people fair. We don't treat people of color fair. We don't treat people who are not white fair. Um, This is what we do. So to see, to, to continue on and have a predominantly black institution be regulated by, (laughs) I'd say regulated Mm -hmm. by, uh, mostly a mostly white staff who has a bias towards that yeah. that group that that group and that body of of youth is not benefiting that body. So we need to have something that benefits that body. Not to say that you're terrible and we're we're segregationists because you're because we're because we are racist on on our own. It's just hey, we have a we have a vested interest in the people from our community, just as you have a vested interest in your community. And that's, that's the one that I struggle with even trying to explain the most. I even, I'm struggling now yeah. as I'm saying it, thinking that, oh my gosh, people are going to think you're racist, T.L. <laughs> well, I'm not racist and I'm not a segregationist. Well, okay. Now time I, just out, feel like there's a vested, I have a vested interest in my kid, just like you have a vested interest in your kid. And I, I feel like we are our best teachers over some random person that we just met. I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't want you to parent your kid. You I, want you want to parent your kid. So I I mean I would want to say we're not going to have static identity of racist and not racist. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, like I, <laughs> right. I want to bring right. Candy back in on that one. But it um so the the my struggle point around that I, I I'm not I I'm right there with you. I feel like so part of me wants to say something I've said before to white people is look when it's when it's time to be colorblind. All the people of color in this country will have a vote and they will inform us that they had a unanimous vote that said, you're right. Racial shit is finally over. We can be colorblind now. 
But until that point, <laughs> shut the fuck up about being colorblind. Because <laughs> it, yeah, we don't want you to be colorblind. We want you to pay attention to the stacks yes. that are under the guise of this ethnic or racial divide that we've that we've categorized ourselves into because they they speak volumes about where our communities are financially, educational, um, ownership. I mean, just everything, um, incarceration. Yeah. Don't be colorblind to that because when you say you're colorblind, you're really ignoring the fact that all this stuff is taking place. This don't yeah. be colorblind. We I want you to not, pay attention to We are not post-racial. Now. We have to pay attention no, to this. No, and bluntly, Obama didn't mean the end of oh, everything. <laughs> <laughs> I want to remind people Black Lives Matter started under the Obama um, yeah. administration. Yeah. That's and and I, I've always. And some of the what worst am I, immigration what am I policies. That I've always, yeah. One of my one of my biggest things that I've always stated was, um, especially in my community of, of, of black people, I, I always say Obama was such a great president. Why did we have to have a Black Lives Matter movement under or under President Obama? Shouldn't his policies reflect things that we were marching for? Obviously, they didn't reflect things that well, we were marching some, for. I, I would say sometimes they did. Sometimes. And, very. I mean, even even Kendi touches on one when it comes yeah. to education. Um, he talks about the racist idea of the achievement gap lived yeah. on um, lived on to lived on into the new millennium through George W. Bush's No Child Left Behind yep. Act and Obama's Race to the Top and Common Core initiatives. Yep. That's on 103 in the book. And he says further this these initiatives that further enlarge the role of standardized testing in yep. determining the success and failures of students and the schools they attended. Again, this is where I, when he said we have often been trained to look at people over policy. I'm one of those advocates of look at policy, yeah. wipe away. Everyone's not perfect. Every I'm, I'm, I am imperfect. And it's going to be some things that you're not going to agree with. And it's going to be some things that you, you necessarily wouldn't do or, or, or align to morally. But these policies last long after the eight years mm-hmm. that, that any president serves, um, serves our country. We, again, Joe Biden has had a 40 plus year history in government and his policies, uh, especially the crime bill, crime bill of 94, 94, we're mm. in 2020 and we're talking about mass incarceration still. Why? Because that policy has have a, had yep. a, 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 a ripple effect throughout our times. So if we strip away who the person is, some, yeah, strip away that he's a 77 or is he 74? What, I can't 77. remember what that. They're both an older, yeah, he's a 77 year old white guy. Um, strip away the fact that he's a 77 year old white guy who possibly can remember and can't remember certain things <laughs> in life. <laughs> strip away all of that. And let's just say he has a record of policy that we can look at. And if you look at that record of policy, ask yourself, are these policies anti-racist policies, according to Ibram X, or ask yourself, are these policies that you would support in today's day and age? And this is the record that we have to go off of when it comes to selecting our government, especially our local yeah. judges, our local our local politicians, and even our mayors, governors, senators, as we as we as we go to cast our ballot to vote. So here's so this this policy issue is the place where I'm struggling, and specifically around schools because we're we're chewing on that. Um, mm-hmm. Because further down on page 103, the block that I have underlined is, and this is by the way one of the, his segments where he. Uh, <laughs> He just like that rhythm of 
I don't know, I associate it with extemporaneous preaching or black preaching, right? What if all along these well-meaning efforts at closing the achievement gap have been opening the, the door to racist ideas? What if different environments lead to different kinds of achievement rather than different levels of achievement? What if the intellect of a low-testing black child in a poor black school is different from and not inferior to the intellect of a high-testing white child in a rich white school? What if we measured intelligence by how knowledgeable individuals are about their own environments? What if we measured intellect by an individual's desire to know? What if we realized the best way to ensure an effective educational system is not by standardizing our curricula and tests, but by standardizing the opportunities available to all students? Like, just this, what if, bam. Bam. I just want to point out, I had that, I had, I had that whole paragraph highlighted too. So we're definitely on the same page with a lot of things. I, I just want to, I just want to provide your listeners and say, hey, see, look, we're, I'm very much a black guy. He's very much a white guy, as we said, as we gave our racist introduction ourselves. And look, we have some of the same overlapping concerns yes. when it comes to reading, just, just the readings itself. Um, yeah. What if? I love hearing that. What I mean, what if we did just um, standardize our opportunities available to all students. And I think that that goes back to what you, what you stated when it comes to the policies that fund um, students, uh, as opposed to a $33 um, to a $7 funding. Yeah. If we had a $33 to a $33 funding, what would it look like? Equal funding of schools. It was one thing to say, it's okay to have separate but equal, but the reason these things end up, ended up collapsing is because nobody was going to live up to the equal. Nobody was going to invest in the black schools. And the same thing is still happening all across this country. Public education, this vital institution, is being... Well, it's, it, it's, it's a joke right now. It's a horrible, awful awful joke that's killing people and it's a joke we can't afford to to let continue this way we have to change this tl has some some ideas that i hadn't really wrestled with in a long time because i personally am kind of scared of separate beat equal because i think it's highly problematic i don't want white schools existing anymore for damn sure so it's a good conversation to wrestle with it's a good thing to think through and it's important to figure out how do we make these things work for our towns? How do we make sure that those white silos, as my friend Torian likes to say, those silo thinking where we just lock ourselves in our own little tower echo chambers, how do we disturb that and break that up in, in white circles? Especially if we're going to do a good job of saying to communities who are affiliating together for strength internally, we will help you do that. Even as we make sure that these other spaces, these very white spaces, are more integrated, are more varietous. Admit the variety that's already there. There's a lot there. So, thanks for thinking about it with us. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>